When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this a mid-season update for Killionaire. Hi, Guy. Hi, Tim. We'd call this the Billionaire's Interlude as we check in in real time on today, May the 31st. Um, 2022, yeah. it's important to demarcate the year as well as the date and the month. And we're doing this at the midway point of our Killionaire episodes because, Guy, whilst it is a noble pursuit we're on, it's one that we recorded in the month of, from memory, February. That's right. And or February, which never feels right to me. Should be pronounced February. Should be pronounced Wednesday. I call it Weirdness Day. I'm always doing something crazy on a Wednesday. Take tomorrow, for example. I'm going to um, have a bath and piss in a cup. Whoa, he's crazy, everybody. Look out. But not as crazy as Elon Musk. Well, to- Not founder of Tesla. Obviously, we're going to be talking Elon. But yeah. before we do, oh, I yes. am um, I'm tracking in okay. real time okay. with the help of our sponsors, Forbes, um, the world's billionaires. You know, every they've got an incredible. Uh, have you got the leaderboard? Yeah, it's like oh, a, it's like a stock take. So it's Forbes great. real-time billionaires ranking tracks the daily ups and downs of the world's richest people. Okay, the value of individuals' public holdings are updated every five minutes when respective stock markets open. That's, so that I didn't know you had access to this, and I didn't know the tool existed. This is exactly what we needed today. I know. And do you know what? The first question I wanted to ask you, yes, is. How many billionaires do you think there are in the world? Because everyone who they value as yes. being over a billion dollars is featured okay. on this list. So you know the number. Well, I thought I would by the time we got to talking. Yep. But truth be told... Is it not loaded? Is it, is it that kind of a situation? I'm scrolling as fast as I can or yeah. scrolling, but you know, it's a... Slight... Why don't you ask it? Could you type it into Google and I'll take a... Or do you want to vice versa it? And you can take a guess. Uh, no, I've got a rough estimate here. Okay, I mean, all right. I'm basically, I'm, down, here we to, go, I'm guy. down to the poorest billionaires in the I world right now. I believe the number of billionaires that are walking around God's green earth at this moment on the 31st of May 2022 is 4,000. Precisely. Um, 4,002 billionaires. Well, I'm going to tell you now, Tim. Mm-hmm. You have almost overestimated the number of billionaires by double. Oh, wow. The number, I'm currently down here skulking around with the paupers who have $1.5 billion to their name. I mean, honestly, at that point, I'd donate the half a billion dollars just to remove myself from the list. It's humiliating for these people. Would you rather be a big fish in a little pond? That's right. A little fish in a big pond. Put your dick back in your trousers, go and talk to the millionaires. Um, but basically, these people are all they're they're, they're sitting down on one point five billion dollars. We got they are sitting down. We've aren't got they? Alan Geary, who's made their money through cable television at the age of ninety three. They're in the United States. Fuck you! No wonder he's at the bottom of the list. Cable's dead, and so soon will you be, Alan? Yeah, that's right. But so uh, this is down around the one thousand nine hundred seventy five mark. Um, if we want to go to the very top, the tippy top. I well, think, I mean, the, the, don't don't blow your load too early. Let's build a narrative here, baby. Oh, absolutely. Do you want to give me like a top six or something? I'll give you. I, I think I think based on the the data I've got in front of me and the research I've done, I think the top ten is probably of interest. Wonderful. Okay. Basically, 
they all get pictures until you get down to the thousands, and then they're like, ah, these fucking anonymous tryhards. Now, I'm also interested as to Forbes. I might have this wrong. This can't be true, actually. I must have this wrong. But I feel like some Americans count billion differently to us. What? Well, like, I think there's some some people count billion as a million million, and some people count it as a thousand million. But we in New Zealand, we count it as a thousand million. And um, I think in, in the UK, it's like universally recognized as a thousand million. But I had a feeling that... In the USA, the meaning of a billion is a thousand million. Okay, well, that's good. That makes sense. So maybe it feels like I made this up. The UK, the term billion, historically, however, the term, in the UK, the term billion meant one million million. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. But okay. in the United States, the term is used to refer to 1,000 million. And All so right. Forbes is an American website. Well, Americans, you get so little right when it comes to counting things. I'm talking inches. I'm talking yards. I'm talking <sighs> quarts and uh, pints. Oh, that's actually British. <laughs> Gallons. I'm talking Fahrenheit. I'm talking Celsius. It makes no damn sense. So, um, but I will concede. Well done. You're on the right side of history on this one. So you want to you want to know the top ten billionaires in the world right now? Guy, I'd fucking love to. Put me out of my misery. Well, at number ten, a man whose name I don't think has passed either of our lips for as long as we've been creating this podcast. Rumble Stiltskin. That's right. That gold thread finally came through. You can't beat gold bullion. Rumble Stiltskin <laughs> is in tenth place. Congratulations, Rumble Stiltskin. Ninety-four billion dollars. Number ten on the Forbes Hot Ten. Yeah. Now, who is it? Outside guy? of Rumble Stiltskin, who is this? Rumble Stiltskin just got on the website. He mm-hmm. bummed out the previous tenth placeholder, who yes. has ninety three point nine billion dollars. Okay, okay, okay. The eighty two year old Carlos Slim Helu and oh, family. He's the Mexican uh, media magnate. It says here the source of his wealth is telecom. Oh yes, that's right. That sounds right. like a telco giant. I feel like when I went to Mexico briefly, he was um, there was a lot of news about that guy. I went to Mexico once. There was a lot of news about him. Presumably all yeah. good. <laughs> You'd have to assume. Any telco billionaire. And also, at the time, their president was Vincent Fox, which mm. is just the best name for a president there could be. Yeah, it's right up there with... It's like a Metal Gear Solid name. John Tobacco. Yeah. I think any billionaire telco, like if they're in the news, you know it's for good. Mm. They've got two interests, and they come in this order. The will of the people. Yeah. And then their own personal wealth. Yeah. And then probably third is, you know, the stakeholders. Yeah. Anyone who's holding a stake, <laughs> they must be taken care of. Is there a skillet nearby? How do you like it cooked? Guy, who's at number nine? At number nine. Oh, he's climbing up the charts. Rumble still. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> This guy cannot be stopped. He shorted Tesla and has <laughs> rocketed up the charts. That's right. Rumble Stiltskin is now at ninth, bumping previous ninth place holder Larry Page of Google, who has ni- to the tune of ninety six point nine billion dollars. I would love you to put a number on Larry Page's age. What's that age, Larry Page? Sixty two. Fucking guess again and subtract by thirteen. Whoa, what is it, 48? 49. 49. So young. Yeah, that's crazy. He looks like shit for 49 if it's the guy who's in my head. He doesn't look that bad. He's just got silver hair. And honestly, I think there's something very becoming. Oh, that is not the guy I thought it was. There's something very becoming. That guy looks cool. About a gentleman. He looks like Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. My... I think all American (laughs) politicians... just let that sit there. No, no, no. Him and Buda, Buda... Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, yeah. A couple of mad lads. I would love to go out for a night of cigars and whiskey with Pete and Oh, mate, Beto. you do that. I'll, I'll go out with, uh, what's his name? Chasen. Is that his name? Chasen. Yeah, Pete, <laughs> Pete's partner. What's his name? Chasen? Chasen? Something. Something, I don't know. something weird. I don't know. Wait, wait. Listen. It's not about Pete that. Pete Buttigieg is dating a fella? <laughs> <laughs> I am fairly confident they're married. Um... Well, you can still go on dates when you're married, Tim. But also, that guy, like Pete's partner, needs to fucking get out of it. It's oh, not a good situation. Oh, really? <laughs> not at all. Oh, no. Not at all. Oh, but we're, no. not, we're not talking about that today. We're, we're, not, we're, not pa- we're not talking politics. We're not palling about with the politicians. We're bumbling with the billionaires. We're turning a page to get to number... Well, we're staying in number nine because we're talking about Larry Page. Yeah. Um, 
I just think 49 is so young. Yeah, the thing with those Google guys as well, Surge, I think, is his co-conspirator. I mean, they, they may not be in the top five for billionaires, but I get the feeling that they wield a lot of power. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing Larry Page knows about. What? Everyone. Uh, he knows about everyone. He can look up anything he wants to about anybody, and he could ruin you. He could destroy you and your family. He could... Um... This is what I'm saying. Number nine is a perfect position because it's like, you know, if you're in the top 10 richest people walking around, you know that it is a great showing of your skills, and it means that you're a stone's throw-ish to number one. If you wanted to get yeah. there, people are aware that you could do it, but you're not. You're hanging back. Because it's the fuckos sitting in the back seat that you got to look out for on the bus. Have you heard a single strategy to murder this man? No, not one. That's what I'm talking about. You can sit anywhere, one to two thousand, Tim. Where do you put yourself? On this list? Yeah. Uh, it's the a thousand and one because I want to be in the, the fucking back row. But mm. only just. I want to be top of I the back row. I think if we can ever get this movie franchise optioned of Killionaire, mm-hmm. we'll call it 1001 Billionaires. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Cruella D. I got nothing. It'll be more like Robin. It'll be like a Robin Hood. The Cruella de Vil figure will be more like a Robin Hood type figure. Mm. We'll have a lot of fun with it. Anyway, we we'll work sharp. Uh, we'll at number room. eight. Fucking hell, this guy. He's spinning gold faster than I can read the names. No, out. it's not, is it? <laughs> it's Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Holy shit. But who did he knock off? He knocked off Mukesh Ambani, who is an Indian billionaire to the tune of 99.7 billion dollars how did mukesh make source his of wealth diversified oh <laughs> yeah. mukesh you little scam he's what we'd call your old school uh business magnet okay this guy's he's sold a few jackets and hats that's right and you'll be interested to know that he um no, actually none of this is interesting <laughs> i just quickly jumped over to his wikipedia what have we got there you got any kids uh Probably. It says here, in early 2019, a court in Mumbai held his younger brother in criminal contempt for non-payment of personally guaranteed debt. Reliance Communications owed to Swedish gear maker Ericsson. This is the thing Red with being flag. a billionaire. Red flag on the on the court, on the the field. Whenever yeah, yeah. brothers are getting in court cases. I know. It's, it's like, and it's, oh, what, like, it's always with sort of jargon that's specific enough for me to glaze over. I remember when I was young and I was like, dad was watching the news or something and a politician was talking i was like why do you watch this it's so boring and he was like the point is guy they want to be boring so that people disengage Mm. and they can do what they want and um it's always kind of to an extent you know it's a line you have to tread where it's like you have to be charismatic enough to get the power but then once you're in power you have to be sort of plain enough to try and, you know, like speak in such boring, simple terms. This is why you want to be at number nine. It's yeah. the same game. It's yeah. the flying under the radar, getting away with your BS. Anyway, so... Oh, I self-censored on bullshit after I've said some horrendous stuff previously. <laughs> <laughs> He's a member of several boards. Oh, good for him. Yeah, all good ones too. The Board of Governors Institute of Chemical Technology in Mumbai. He's the former vice chairman of Reliance Petroleum. Do we please hear he is now the chairman of the board of Reliance Petroleum? He's well, also thank God, and it's about time actually yeah. for uh, Mukesh. Yes, okay, that's right. Incredible to think Rumble Stiltskin doesn't hold down a single job, and yet he's bumping all these guys out of place. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. See, is he a charismatic dude? Um, I think so, but doesn't he like? ultimately like eat children or something isn't it very dark yeah, well, the yeah. Brothers, there's always a sinister underbelly the, to the brothers grim they really sass it up they're like yeah, oh let's yeah, take yeah. that that kind of harmless ish myth yeah. that we've been teaching children for generations and let's really fuck it up never been a more apt name for a group of brothers I mean these guys are bad news <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them at your dinner party they'll bring the tone down at number seven oh, for no, I'm just kidding around. He's still at eight. It's Larry Allison. Uh, Is that the Larry of whom you're thinking? The, um, no, I think it was Surge, maybe. But oh, I so see, yeah. Now, Larry Allison is the Oracle man. Yes, it says software, but we can read between the lines. You can't spell software without an O, and you also can't spell Oracle without an O. Got him. Yeah, I got his ass. Do you know what? That's actually, that is incredible to me that he is currently occupying number seven. Because Larry Allison is a guy who is like, 
I feel like the the billionaires list flips around a lot. Mm-hmm. But Larry Ellison has been a big dick money man from software for like, to me, it feels like o- over two decades. That's um, that's pretty crazy. I know Bill Gates is in the mix. I yeah. get it, but Bill Gates is Bill Gates. Bill Gates kind of occupies his own category. Yeah. It just it, it's crazy to me that he's still there. Because do you know what Oracle is? I don't. Me I, fucking neither, dude. I, will I think s- maybe they invented JavaScript or something. I will say this. Uh, Larry Ellison has lived a, a rich and varied life. He's he, kind of like the good version of um, John McAfee, I feel like. They look similar. They both love boats, but for very different reasons. I will not sit on this podcast and hear an ill word spoken about the great John McAfee. The late... Great. Well, no, I don't think we should say great. I think you should retract that. Single-handedly. Yeah, he was really bad, eh? Yeah, yeah, Not even in a way where we lightly joke about how he was I don't think so. It's like, I don't think it's ever, it's not on the record anywhere, but man, no, not a good dude. Yeah, yeah, great. Fun dude to watch. You would not want to be anywhere near the proximity of that Um, that individual. But can I tell you just a little bit about Larry Allison's early life, just mm. to see if it piques no, your interest? I'd love to hear it. Born in New York City to an unwed Jewish mother, his biological father was an Italian-American United States Army Air Corps pilot. Mm. After Allison contracted pneumonia at the age of nine months, his mother gave him to her aunt and uncle for d- adoption. He did not meet his biological mother again until he was 48. Wow. I know. Wow. He's he's the Larry King of billionaires. Here's a man who has been married and divorced four times. Good for him. Yeah, I'll bet he's getting better at it each time he enters into the arrangement. Well, that's what you know. In a relationship, you want if you if it ends, you want to leave the person better than you found him. And I think it's a credit to all of his ex wives that Larry Ellison is consistently a man on the up. <laughs> you wouldn't want to marry someone who's never been married before. I mean, my God, they'll do it wrong. How would they you, know anything about it? You want to be married to someone who's had three former spouses. Now, do we think of billionaires in the same countries as one another as traditionally rivals? Or do we think that they enjoy, much in the same way celebrities date inside of the pool of celebrity, do we think billionaires... Uh, find it more easeful to be in the company of other people who are mega wealthy? This is the best question you've ever asked me, I think, because there is a natural in-group to occupying such a rarefied air of possessing a, a billion dollars worth of assets. But ultimately, uh, this particular in-group are fiercely competitive mm-hmm. because that's what got them to such unimaginable and I would say completely unethical wealth. So, guy, they fucking hate each other and they're scrapping all the time. Well, in which case... Have you ever seen Elon and Bill Gates in the same room at the same time? Because I sure as shit haven't. I haven't. I actually... I um, I read about Elon. Elon was trashing... Not trashing, but he was he was calling Bill Gates uh, a distrustful person on Twitter recently. Well, I think he also told Jeff Bezos to stop partying. So <laughs> Elon just throwing out a bunch of unsolicited advice. Yeah. Let's see where he is in the charts, though. That's right. Well, I, do you, I don't know what shorting is, even though I watched that whole Adam McKay movie, um, Don't Look Up. But You're gambling says, on a company going down. Elon Musk says Bill Gates has multi-billion dollar Tesla short position. Mm. That sound- so that means he's, he's put a lot of money on the table to say Tesla's value as a company will go down. Lots of people have tried to short Tesla in the past, and and uh, they've all kind of been burned because the stock price has, has continued to rise and rise, defying any kind of perceivable logic. Mm. In a lot of ways, what we saw happen I'm- with NFTs and kind of meme stocks, your, your GMCs and uh, uh, sorry, your GameStops and your AMCs. Um, Tesla was sort of the original uh, template for that, where it's like market fundamentals just simply not apply to this company. It's based on a cult of personality of one son of an emerald mine owner. And a supermodel. Right. Who he counts as his best friend, I think. Took it to the um, to the Met this year, the Met Gala. I think it's all... That sucks. You're a billionaire, dude. Yeah, I know. Get, a, get someone who's not your mum on your pathetic. arm. Jeez Louise. Anyway, we've got to stop talking about him because in at number six, we have Gautam Adani and family. Hello. A second... Gaut- Gautam? Gautam? All that money and he couldn't afford a different first name. Well, you're going to feel like shit when I tell you he's Indian. Why? Well, because it's probably... Uh, it's a, probably culturally it's probably like, contextual. Yeah, that's it's true. It's probably like Tim. 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this guy has made his money through infrastructure and commodities. He's 59, 101, no, 105.6 billion dollars. What? 105.6 billion dollars. Okay, let's leave decimals out of it. Okay. Well, 105 bill. Well, 105.6, you'd round up to 106. If we're doing Swedish rounding, that's right. Um, yeah. And it does feel rude to leave off you do, 600 yeah, I know. million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's all relative, isn't it? That's crazy. A ra- I, so we're debating a rounding of $600 million. You're, I, you're wiping it off the table. You're saying, do you know what? That money may as well not exist. When you start breaking these things down, it's like, realistically, guys, no one... No one should have that. No, well, it's interesting. Yeah, like to this guy, what is the difference between having and not having that $600 million? And to literally everyone else in the world, what is the difference between whether or not that is distributed or not? Mm. These are big sums we're talking about, folks. These are big, big sums. Yeah, don't be deceived by how they've reduced them to just three numbers with a B next to them. Now, sorry, this gentleman's name again? Gautam Adani and, and family. And so what? Oh, well, hold up. Are we putting families in there now? Uh, they they get like he he's chairman of the Adani group. I think. Okay, so we're talking about sort of maybe like a family trust sort of scenario, yeah, yeah. conglomerate of companies run by the Fano. What do they deal in? So glad you asked. Uh, Adani Group is an Indian multinational conglomerate. God damn it, one day I wish to have a blue hyperlink on my Wikipedia page about the multinational conglomerate I own or run. Like, is there a more satisfying combination of words than multinational conglomerate? What would you like to call it? Montcorp. Uh, I mean, ideally, I'd love to call it multinational conglomerate. And it's like a really small locally owned business that's losing money. How hard do you think it is to register a company in the Caymans? Because I reckon it's probably not that hard. If you get a lawyer who did, they they so, but then you know these lawyers who know how to do it, they register like six thousand companies a week. Yeah, that's one of those things though where it's fun to do conceptually and it's funny, but then it's like in New Zealand, if you're getting audited by the IRD, and yeah. they're like, "What's this multinational conglomerate you have in the Cayman Islands?" Mate, IRD is too lowly resource to go sniffing around the Cayman Islands. <laughs> they don't have the fucking weaponry to look into that. Yeah, those poor bastards. Uh, anyway, so it's a multinational conglomerate, uh, founded in 1988 as a commodity trading business with the flagship company Adani Enterprises. The group's diverse businesses include port management, electric power generation and transmission, Fuck renewable energy, me. mining, airport operations, natural gas, oh my food God. processing and infrastructure. You get the feeling that someone at the Adani group is in charge of re-editing the order in which those... Uh, like multi-pronged parts of the business are listed to make sure that natural gas and mining always come, come after, after electric power generation <laughs> and renewable energy because I'll bet you that's not the fucking order they started working in them at the business. Bloody oath. And I'll bet even today it's not the current stacking <laughs> yeah, of what's yeah, revenue yes. generating for them. Man, that is, uh, that's life. That's someone's whole life. That is a, a, a citizen of the world's life. Just like you could eat from this company, travel from this company, your energy needs are met from this company. Are they in housing? Anything about housing? It doesn't say that, but they. I, I remember the name Adani, the Adani Group, because of um, they caused a lot of controversy in Australia. Uh, the Adani Group launched in 2014 with the support of a part of the Australian government in Queensland, a mining and rail project. Oh, this does. And Carmichael in Queensland's Galilee Basin for $21.5 billion. The Adani this mine, mine is just one of many coal mines in Queensland. I oh, see that, again, even that edit point was done by someone <laughs> inside of the fucking company. Yeah, but what's the rest of the sentence? Uh, the project will occupy an area of 35,000 hectares. In response to activist pressure, some international banks refused to finance it. And in 2018, Adani Australian said the Carmichael project would be totally financed by the Adani Group. Where was it? What happened? It says... Uh, it's probably an open pit mine or something, and then Australians got wise to it, Australian yeah, citizens. that's basically it. The Australian like, government's been sucks. taken to the Federal Court of Australia by the Australian Conservation Foundation twice, once in 2018 and once in March 2020. 
relating to its contravention and alleged contravention of the Environment Protection and Biodiversity Conservation Act 99 with respect to the impact of the mine on groundwater and the country's water resources. If you are fucking up so bad that you make a mine in Australia that can't even meet their laws, <laughs> you deserve to get got. Yeah. Who's at number six, Monty? So glad you asked. That was number six. Oh. Number five, we're now getting into very familiar territory. Okay. And this is probably the best-liked billionaire anywhere on the list from hmm. 1 to 2,000. Hold on. No, I can't, th- I can't, think, I can't think of who you're thinking of. Rhymes with <laughs> Foreign Scuffet. Warren Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. People do like him, eh? Because he's got a real grandpa vibe. Well, yeah, that's the benefit of being old. Uh, I feel like he wears cardigans. Like he leans into it. What is he? Is it? Why is he liked? Beyond just the concept of him being liked, do you know why this man is liked? I think I kind of get the sense that he's cultivated this this public persona of a guy who like does research about companies. Because what is it? Berkshire Hathaway is it the name yes, of his you got investment it. Well done. firm? And like. His whole thing is he kind of wakes up early in the morning, gets a cup of coffee and reads perspectives for companies. So he really like digs in, does the homework. Um, He's an old school kind of a guy, you know. He's a figure of a bygone era where making money made sense. You would take a bet on a company that had a great idea that could add value to people's lives. It's not like this fucking Elon bullshit where you promise you're going to make a billion cars and then you're like, now I'm building a robot. And then neither of those things come true. I also think I can see here why his name floats in my memory as a as a billionaire for some version of good. Buffett is a philanthropist, having pledged to give away ninety nine percent of his fortune to philanthropic causes. So is Bill Gates, though. Yeah, well, it, it's but quite... everyone fucking hates Bill Gates. Well, Warren Buffett didn't keep getting on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Check, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Speaking of Billy Boy, surely he's next. Correct. Warren Buffett has 115, not that it's now, relevant, $0.3 billion. I, we've definitely talked about it, but didn't Bill Gates is separated from his wife now? That's right. Uh, Melinda Gates. And, I mean, I, I, Guy, you're doing such a wonderful job of really anchoring this with so much context and information that you're pulling up on the fly. Really good. Really fucking good. Um, and this may be a bridge too far of a question to throw at you, but do you know if this, if sort of where we're at, um, and well, I guess it must to an extent. I don't know if they're divorced yet, I guess is my first question. And then I don't know if the financial dust will have settled. Um, I feel like once, you know, Bill and Melinda Gates go through all the legal stuff and separate that his wealth will, will sort of take him out of the top 10. It's a, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I, it, it doesn't appear to be a currently discussed news point. Most of the recent information pertaining to it is actually um, from August of last year. I've heard of it. And uh, there's no official number placed on what the divorce cost either of them. It says, as of Monday, this is dated August 2nd, 2021, Gates' net worth was around $152 billion, which means he and French Gates could each be worth around... French Gates? Oh, that's the surname for Melinda. Uh, yeah, she she brought back her maiden name. $76 billion following the divorce. Um, So it's hard to say, but as of right now on Forbes, Bill Gates is still credited as having $128.5 billion. The, the total number value of their divorce yeah. is not... Really up for discussion at the moment. Bill Gates also isn't responding to any DMs about what Jeffrey Epstein was like to talk to at dinner parties. Have you been messaging him? As much as I can. Mm. Um, what platforms are you using? Twitter and Instagram or just like yeah. one or the other? And Gmail. I got his Gmail. Do you? Yeah. Shit. Do you want to put that on the pod or is that just a you thing? Uh, I can put it on the pod. Okay. What's his email address? I wasn't on that plane at hotmail.com. Fuck, that is damning. I mean... Don't pick that name. I know. It's so stupid to me, but it's his email. You know, it's it's one of those things. I'd love to tell you what your email address should be, but mm-hmm. it's not my place. You've yeah. got an email address. It works for you. Yeah. Whether or not I like it or not, it's barely relevant. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think being an adult and holding healthy relationships is about, you know, being able to predetermine those boundaries and biting your tongue from time to time. 
I think you got a dumb fucking email. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Number three. Guess. Right now, as of today, it's Elon, I reckon. Oh, it isn't. The guy's shaking his head. That doesn't, that doesn't get picked up on a microphone, but he's making maneuvers to the negative. <clears throat> well, in that case, I'd have to say, um, was it Bezos? Is it? Jeff Bezos. Jeff is at number three. He's not going to love that. Yeah, he's going to be pissed. It's probably why Elon told him to stop partying. He wants a bit more competition up the top. True. He's got $140.8 billion. And honestly, it is staggering to me that someone who owns Amazon, which by all accounts seems to be able to monopolize almost the entire U.S. economy unfettered, mm. is that poor. <laughs> I think Amazon's recently taken a bit of a tumble, though. Why? Well, there's been like a supply chain crisis internationally and that is basically you Isn't know the whole Amazon's thing... whole thing is shifting shit around yeah but getting if... shit to people i don't get it if you've got no business ethics don't let this shit get in the way of you becoming rich well what does that mean he's acting like a fucking idiot find a way to fix the problem if you don't respect <laughs> people do it well there isn't another Suez canal it's just that one how do you find an alternative for that i'm just looking up the um History of, uh, oh, excuse me, Amazon's share price. It is down 34% in the last six months from where it was half a year ago. You think of what I'm thinking? Pool our resources, getting while it's low? Oh, yeah, man. Buy the dip. Hashtag buy the dip, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We all need to get some... Okay, we really would need to pull our resources because even at this uh, slump that Amazon is currently experiencing, one share will cost you the princely sum of 2,302 USD. Wow. So much money for one share. Yeah, but, you know, you are sharing in something so unethical, it's almost um, inspiring. <laughs> Can't spell share without share. That's right. Also, by the way, that hashtag buy the dip, it goes both ways. Um, obviously, you want to buy at the dip, so you want to buy low to sell high. But also, when you're buying and when we're initiating one of these huge global movements and controlling the stock markets the way that Tim and I do, we're saying buy the dip, BYE. See you later, dip, because we're bouncing right back up. Number one, baby. You buy an Amazon share right now, May 31, 2022, NZT. Our guarantee is by June 1st, 2022, NZT, that share will have doubled in value. You know, Guy, I have my ear to the ground on economic matters. And if there's one thing that all global economists are confident on right now, it's that we are heading into a time of unparalleled prosperity and uh, the stock market is about to go up. Everyone agrees things are great. Yeah. Everyone agrees things are, <laughs> we are right now in a moment before things are going to be greater than they've ever been. There's zero warning yeah, signs. It's actually one of the lesser, it's, it's, 
this is kind of what pisses me off about the way people carry themselves today. It's not discussed much, but things have never been better across the board. Um, it's just rare to be in a time in history, and if you uh, a history nut like Tim or I, you know this, where everything is trending in the right direction, where everyone is sharing in so much prosperity. I mean, you know, to borrow a phrase from the good book, if I might, truly, the world's cup runneth over with opportunity. Yeah, yeah, everyone's crushing it and everyone's very happy. Yeah. Everyone's super happy at the moment. And you know what the best news is? What? Summer's going to stay here all year long, baby. It's yeah, getting warmer. <laughs> there's no end Finally, the <laughs> I fixed the AC. You're welcome. Number two. Um, uh, your mouth is making a B. Bonjour to our friend Bernard Arno. <laughs> now, this dark horse is not someone who's very across... I would be tempted to say neither Guy nor my radar. No, he's the chairman of uh, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, the world's largest luxury goods manufacturer. And it know, is a man who is manufacturing dreams. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no value to his products except the brand importance he imbues in them. It's one of the most incredible things I've seen. I've always in my life struggled to understand. He is like Zeus breathing yeah. life into clay it's a modern version of like the overvalue of like the concept of diamonds or gold it's like somewhere along the line someone said this is what this is worth yeah. or this is worth more than anything else and everyone bought it and said yep and now we still maintain that lie he's done this across alcohol and luxury items mm. like why is a Louis Vuitton bag worth $3,000? Because it shows everyone that you've got $3,000 to spend Why don't on you a just bag? carry $3,000 in your hand? Oh, you got them there. You, you should make... Then you don't have a bag. <laughs> you need a bag. <laughs> then you need a bag, don't you? You need a bag, and presumably what you can do with the bag is put money in it. But what you need to do is, is sort of signpost it. The thing is now as well, it's shocking to me that he still has money because like if i see a louis vuitton bag in the world i'm going to assume it cost six dollars yeah at a market somewhere yeah you know but that's, and that has been that, true for for the entire duration of my adult life that speaks more to the caliber of people your people watching than it does to the value of louis vuitton you could be right so um, you've got to start people watching in some more refined neighborhoods but for something that is so easy to counterfeit such as like a print that's on a bag. It's not like Louis Vuitton bags. I mean, I'm sure there's a bit of, you know, craftsmanship that goes into them. But to the untrained eye, you wouldn't really be able to explicitly see that it's worth that amount of money. They don't sponsor the podcast, but if you want a bag, you can't look any further than Crumpler. A phenomenal Australian bag. What about Flavin? Flavin. They seem like good guys. I, I really like their I like their um that bag design came out of a response to a but wait what country are they from Sweden it feels Swedish I don't think it I've is, been to the, I've been to a flagship store it's got to be Scandinavian and I yes, went to a is. flagship store in Amsterdam and it was one of my favorite store experiences I just love the brand I love their colors I love the design so that backpack that they made the famous what yeah is the it one called? that everyone has I can't remember the model name but. You've got one. Is it a Kankin? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They noticed that all their school kids were getting back problems because the traditional style had a single um, shoulder strap. Mm. And so these these champions were like, we're going to make a really cool school backpack. Yeah. And they did. And everyone bought them. And now everyone in Sweden who's a child has a good, strong back. That's right. they got the strongest backs. And they're in the news because apparently they don't feed their guests dinner. Anyway... Is that right? Yep. As of no, May- no, 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 no. Hold on. Really? Is that where all this discourse is coming from? Yeah. Swedish don't feed their guests? Apparently. That is fucking wild. They make such good meatballs. Give it up, guys. But I went Cheer to. I went. I was in Sweden once. My a very good old friend of mine. He fell in love with a Swede, and they they lived there with their family, and their life looks fantastic, by the way. Um, but. They had a dinner party there. Mm. They had guests. We all ate. Yeah. It was awesome. That's called, like, what you're supposed to do. Anyway, what I want you to know is this, that on May 29th, 2022, 
Bernard Arnault uh, was nipping at the heels of Jeff Bezos. Really? Yeah. He was on 133, Bezos on 139. In the three intervening days, Bezos is on 140, but Bernard Arnault has catapulted to $157.7 billion. On May 29th, with his measly $133 billion, a website called nairometrics.com said that his $133 billion net worth is enough to purchase... 71.9 million troy ounces of gold or 1.12 billion barrels of crude oil. How, how, what a wait, fascinating metric. On. How much gold did you say? 71.9 million troy ounces. I don't know what that means. Um, I want to know how much gold is in the world. <laughs> how much gold is in the world? Um, I think I've told you my gold theory before, right? What is it? Well, you know how we like we we don't really necessarily know why we've always loved it so much. That's right. What if humans were seeded here by an alien species, and we act as ants, and our whole thing is to build these complicated cultures and industrial structures to extract gold from the ground, which is a kind of tricky enterprise, but we sort of format these whole societies around that and then put them all like in a central place. I'm talking the Vatican, I'm talking the Federal Reserve, I'm talking Fort Knox, so that the aliens can come back and just grab it, like what bees do with honey. Mm. And then blast the planet to smithereens. The assumption is always that aliens are out to get us. And that is probably built on the fact that historically humans who have arrived in a new place have been out to get whoever is in front of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What if the aliens, as a more developed species, are literally here to check in? Fix the fucking thermostat I just spent, you know, 33 years turning up. They're like good landlords. I guess. I dig it. I mean, it's as possible... Well, you say that, but we've got to base our assumptions on prior evidence. And our prior evidence is that... But that's of people. Yeah. I mean, it's just a less interesting movie. They come here, they fix some stuff. They yeah, leave. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was, I think, the plot of um, uh, Interstellar. But then it turns out the aliens were us. I actually... Do you know, I loved watching it, but I cannot remember... Like, I wouldn't be able... I just remember he was looking at a wall... Yeah. And everything was in the wall. You got it, baby. Yeah. Number one, King Kong of the billionaire rich list. None Sir other. Sir Peter Rumble Jackson. Jackson. Oh, true. Yeah. He's oh, been right. spinning a lot of gold while we've been spinning these yarns, and that motherfucker is filthy rich. Before we announce number one, and uh, sorry, I'm quickly diverting from your comedy answer. Can we talk about Peter Jackson for a moment? If you'd like. So Peter Jackson is essentially New Zealand's um, billionaire. He's not worth a billion dollars, but, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? And here's the crazy thing about Peter Jackson. He made a bunch of movies that made a bunch of money, and then he bought a mare. Yeah. And you that know, is crazy. That's cool. That's a New, that's New Zealand-level political power play. Yeah. And the mare is feckless, and I don't know if he's even running again. And oh my God, Peter Jackson is a billionaire. Did you know this? What number? 1.5. He's across <sighs> the fucking line, dude. Yeah. And he's on the he's on the... Oh yeah, no. I guess maybe he's in the back seat of the bus, but he's he's on the bus. Is that NZD though? It's USD, brother. Oh, I'm proud of him. This is according to Forbes. The best source there is. Forbes doesn't lie. God. Well, Damn guess it. what? That you, is so much. You could subtract money. Peter Jackson's net worth from our number one candidate mm-hmm. and our number one candidate would still be number one by over sixty billion dollars. Go on. Elon Musk. Mm. Twitter's worst user mm. is on $230.1 billion and he will not stop posting reappropriated memes. Okay, now I guess we've got to talk about Elon. We do talk about Elon, yes, yes, yes. We do talk about Elon. That one goes out to Anyone else who spent a lot of time in the company of Encantor in the last six months? Elon Musk is a man who made a bit of money off something called PayPal and then 
sort of parlayed that into a um, a career of reinventing himself with a combination of hair plugs and rewritten Wikipedia articles as a tech magnate. Here's the thing, folks. You think he created Tesla? He fucking didn't. He bought into Tesla, and then he bought the title of founder from the founders of Tesla and created an entire mythos about himself and tricked us into pumping his stock up, which has contributed to his net wealth. And this is what makes him the most interesting individual on our whole billionaire list. Because unlike, what's his face, who's got the Louis Vuitton? Bernard, I know. There's nothing. There's 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 so little there, and it is. And Elon, I think, has put himself in a precarious position where he could fall so far down the list so quickly, and it might actually happen as a result of his courtship with a company called Twitter. He is. A fucking menace. Uh, On May 27th, he tweeted, Use of the word billionaire as a pejorative is morally wrong and dumb. Legendary. (laughs) Someone's been listening. Yeah. Elon, shut the fuck up. Yeah, dog. (laughs) That's the trade-off. If we're living in a society that accepts the fact that we're going to have billionaires just walking around with their billions of dollars, you've got to accept the fact that we will construct a sort of pseudo game show delivered through the mediums of either video, if you're a paying fucking fan of ours, or audio, if you're a fan of ours who doesn't pay, (laughs) to pontificate on how we get you to a trillion dollars and then murder you. That's the trade-off, brother. Yeah. Them's the breaks. What more could you want? So don't tweet it. Don't subtweet us. At least fucking address us in the tweet. Tag yeah. us in. Don't subtweet us, We could us, use man. the promo, at twioappod. Mm. Tell us what you really think, you pathetic fuck. You little bitch. Oh, he drives me crazy. Yeah, he's a crazy dude. So here's the thing about Elon. Um, and I wish I had done a bit more research, which is to say any research before jumping on this uh, billionaires update with you guy. But I don't know, this whole Twitter thing that's going on where he said he was going to buy them and got to the point of signing a legal contract that set out the exact arrangement and price that he would pay for each share of Twitter um, to all the people who currently hold it. So it would take it to a private company rather than a publicly traded company. Um it seems like, you know, it, it, it won't likely be his entire downfall as a billionaire, but I think it's going to cost him a shit ton of money in a number of interesting ways. So a lot of people are kind of fed up with this bullshit, and uh, those people are the good shareholders of Tesla Corporation. Yeah, or people who he's um, exposed himself to and has forced to sign NDAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of enemies out there. I tell you what. Nothing says I haven't done anything wrong, like preemptively tweeting, a lot of people are going to come for me soon. (laughs) Now, that said, and this is kind of the mysticism and, uh, I guess, beauty, if you're so inclined, of Tesla Incorporated. Um, What do you think the share price did between yesterday and today of Tesla? Climbed. Yeah, it went up. It went up by not an insignificant amount, 7%. What does it cost to buy one share of Tesla? $759.63 US cents if you're um, buying right now at this moment. $760 USD. We could get one Amazon share or three Tesla shares. Do the math, fuckos. Get three Teslas. Yeah. That's basic math. People are driving a lot of Teslas in Auckland, I've noticed. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they're out there. And I think they need to be aware of all the fire stuff. The fire stuff? Well, here's the thing about a Tesla, man. For some reason, it seems, according to the internet, not to me, if your Tesla catches fire, which sometimes happens with lithium-ion batteries and they're very hard to put out and fire departments aren't really, you know foretold that it's a fucking big old battery fire in there so they make it worse by throwing water on it which creates a chemical reaction that makes it the fire hotter but anyway when you fuck out in a tesla and they catch fire <laughs> the doors lock you in rather than the default position being unlocked for your escape 
they close off I like and that. lock you in the burning vehicle. That, to me, smells of market research. Elon is recording everything that happens inside of the car. He locks you in. He finds out how quickly are these people being hurt? How much are they panicking? What is the car doing? What is the car saying? That's crazy. The guy, he prides himself on being an engineer. He's like, I'm not a CEO, I'm an engineer. Dude, this is totally a way to reverse the process so the default position of the locks when they don't get power is unlocked rather no, than locked. No, no, because you have to undo a bunch of other good stuff that they figured out. Like it's connected to all this other positive stuff they figured out. It doesn't seem true to me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Trust me. Anyway, my point is, you know, grab a Tesla at your fucking peril. Dudes. And my point Not is... Not a lot of them are catching fire, but do you want to be in one that does? No. But these are our these these are our people. These are the people who we're discussing. These are the people who you guys are thinking about. These are the people who we are trying to make richer. For it is a it's not just a pie in the sky sort of pipe dream. It is a moral necessity that we get one of these people over the line. And so it's good to check in. It's good to see who's doing what, how are they sitting, how are they playing with each other, who's having fun. I know a lot of people are going to be coming after Rumble Stiltskin, but rest assured, he's a wily little fuck and he's tough to find. He lives in a fairy tale. I don't know where the guy is. God bless everybody. We're going to have another suite of episodes of Kellionaire TV for you, uh, like, you know, after this, a week from now. Um, but for right now, on behalf of Guy Montgomery, this is Tim Bat saying, God bless. Um, bless up. Um, blaze that shit. All, all, all the above. You know, 420. Yeah, look, look after shit. yourself. Yeah. And um, if you're listening, Rumble, I love you, brother. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.